When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Hello, and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. I can't believe you're back. I'm so glad you're back. That's you're right. Back. Stateside. Yes. I'm sure. I mean, I got to watch a lot of it. I mm. enjoyed all of it. It was great. <laughs> that's, wait- that's the, uh, that is when you posted too much <laughs> no. on social media. I watched it all. No, well, you seems d- like you had fun. I was so into it that you took a day off and I was like, yes, what's going on? I was like, <laughs> yes. I was, it was Are now okay? it was in my routine. Yeah. Um, my, I got a similar text from my dad. Like my dad being like, you've become everything you hate. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I got to take a step back. So no. I took my foot off the, Here, the, the pedal. Here's the difference between you and everyone we hate. Okay, please. Um, Thank you. Everyone, <laughs> everyone we hate is just posting like how beautiful everything is. Yes. And you were like making fun of everything. Yours was just sure. like a, a comedy show throughout the trip. See, it wasn't I, a glamorized version of the I shit like, that you were doing. That means a lot to hear because I like when people get what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, so when someone doesn't get it, it depresses me. Do you know what I mean? Like when they, you they go, think you're bragging. How far away are you <laughs> right. from the intention of my post or my joke or whatever it is? You got it. Like right. I was like, I'm going to post what's going on in my life. When my dad texts me, you know, you become everything you hate. It's like, I'm not sitting here posting sunsets being like, Arifa Darchi. You right. know, like I don't know. How's your Monday? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the aggressive. That would be you becoming everything you hate. Right. Yes. I thank you. Um, <laughs> I yeah. So it's I. It's like a great live stream of like the behind, like almost like the real thing that's going on behind the vacation, which I thought was great and refreshing and very funny. So the cigarette stuff was so funny. The cigarette stuff. I think you had a funny like tweet about like um. Just people in France oh, just smoking, or you're like now. I think you're like after being in France for like five days. I now agree that smoking is cool. It is so cool. <laughs> they smoke cigarettes. You watch them. You go. I get it. Because you know, I what? get it right away. It's funny because people smoke in the United States, obviously. Mm. But in the United States, everyone who smokes is like kind of ashamed of it, and yes. they're doing it like like you even you see the Ben Affleck when he's taking the, memes, the, the picture yeah. or like yeah or they showed that video of him taking pictures with Ben. He's got like a jewel. It's like behind his back, but. <laughs> In France, or like, I feel like in Europe, there's no like shame about it, so it no. does make it seem cool. I don't think smoking is cool. I'm just gonna go before well, anyone comes I for me. Do but- <laughs> I think smoking is cool now because and they have the longer <laughs> ones. Like we have these big fat Marlboro, ones. Do you hear us? Sponsor <laughs> yeah, us. <right. laughs> we'll take your money. I listen. I physically can't smoke a cigarette. 
Okay. I, I've um, I, I swallowed. I've said this on this podcast. As a as a child, I swallowed meconium, and it's your own shit. Is this a separate thing than the leg thing? This is uh, maybe they're intertwined. Are you I an don't ill know. Child. <laughs> okay. I literally have what? Well, yeah, I was an ill child. I swallowed. It's your own shit in the womb. That's like tar. Like oh wow, and in the womb. Okay. Yeah, this is uh, anyone who's you know pregnant. You know, another thing to worry about. Okay. So I I swallowed it, and I apparently. That is what it was been told. That until it starts to start. <laughs> I'm a shit eater. It all started. It, it all started, started in the womb. womb. <laughs> Eating my own shit. <laughs> 2 a.m. Hungry. <laughs> drunk on. <laughs> was all drunk in the womb. Needed that late night eat. Just ate my own shit. <laughs> That's where it started, my late night eating troubles. And I said to myself, Jared, why can't you just be in the fetal position right. and enjoy the evening? It was a DST crossover. If you, don't, a, if you know, if, you know. If you know, you know. Yeah. I, th- so I ate my own shit. <laughs> and I was told my whole life that's what... Like, I've tried to smoke a cigarette. Have you ever tried to smoke a cigarette? I have smoked a cigarette. And I've, I'm very... It's, like, not something I'm proud of. But okay. I have... But it also comes with that, like, hidden whatever thing. And I I, def, I have, although I, I, don't, I don't, like, think it's cool. Yeah. And I can I, say I, that because I've done it. I... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I don't think we should be embarrassed. We've all tried yeah. things, you yeah. know, whatever. I've tried to smoke a cigarette. I physically can't. Okay. Like, I look. What happens when you do it? I literally, like, the minute it touches, like, the smoke hits my mouth, ah! like, I look, I take away the whole coolness factor okay. of it. Like, I look like a fucking loser. Like, I would look, <laughs> it would just look horrible. And. Okay. So I've never been able to smoke a cigarette, luckily so, because, again, if you can't do it, you can't become addicted to it. Like, I physically can't. So I'm saying this from beyond. I'm looking at these women just huffing a cig, and you're like, whew, look at that. Like... (laughs) Yeah, like with no with with no thought, with no like with no like like social fears of like being judged, which I think is very uh, prevalent. Well, this is kind of the conversation when you when you talk about the south of France and going (laughs) there and enjoying a trip. The way you've described my stories is why I've gotten such weird feedback. Like Mm -hmm. I. I didn't realize that there's and again, you know, my our following mostly female. Yes. So I get front row seat a lot of time for what females do on social media. The I'm in the south of France and look at the sunset and everything's perfect and wonderful. So I'm getting feedback from people being like, stop shitting on France. Oh my God. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm just saying it's okay. You know, so you have to, and and so it was funny Mm -hmm. to hear people. It was almost this tone that I got. The feedback I got was either this is hilarious, which is always what I want. And then it was also like, dad, you're embarrassing us. It was like 13 year old girl on vacation with her dad who wasn't doing the right things in South Africa. They wanted you to do what the influencers do right. when they're there. How could you? Which is be like, I could never be any, I would never rather be anywhere else. This is the most incredible thing ever. Ever in my yes. entire life. And oh, the women smoking and the men. Oh, yeah. look at us. And they're all white wine on the beach. And it's like, 
that's just not how I am. And I think like I was thinking about this podcast and this is like a lot of time we're the reality. You know, there's cynicism, romantic and cynicism added together to mix up. And it's somewhere in between the two. It's somewhere romantic, somewhere cynicism. You want to be in the middle. Right. So it was interesting to get the feedback of like, like I ate, they brought over radishes. I went and ate on the beach. I didn't know. Okay. I go to the beach. I have a bottle of wine on the beach. I'm pretty drunk, whatever. I start drinking Coke Zero. That's the one thing. The Diet Coke there, Coke Zero. Yeah. Delicious. It's good. Awesome. Yeah. So they bring me over a Coke Zero. <laughs> the best thing in France. The best is thing the, is the is Coke. The co- is the Diet Coke. You that, have to try. The, that they nailed. Okay. So I go to this like restaurant and I'm like, okay, I'll take fries and a Coke Zero. And I'm like, I can't just get fries and a Coke. I was like, let me get something else because I like I overorder. Yeah. I'll go, oh, I'll take the radishes too. I don't know what the fuck the radishes are. They bring over a bushel of radishes. Okay. I look at this. I'm like, look, what, what the fuck? What does a bushel is- of radishes even look like? It looks like a bunch of, it looks like a bunch of purple toes. It looks like baby. Aren't those like for dipping? Like you're just supposed to eat them plain. So, and they bring you a pad of butter. Interesting. And you're supposed to dip the, you know, it looks like the toes of Barney. Okay. In a, on a stalk, like it's a carrot thing. Okay. And they give you a thing of butter, and you're supposed to take the radishes and dip it in the butter, and that's what they eat. It's weird. It's a weird thing yeah. to get. I've never heard of putting butter just like on a raw vegetable. I haven't either, but I okay. think that's why they look the way they do in France. Like they're like <laughs> slender, and like yeah. I think that's why they don't look that like and the me. cigarettes, suppressing the appetite. Right. Yes. It's <laughs> cigarettes and radishes. Yes. And. <laughs> I look at this and I'm like, it looked ridiculous. Like I have it on, I have a picture of it. Okay. It's the most we'll show, ridi- we'll show it. Don't worry. To we'll the show it at home. And I said to myself, I go, this is the most insane thing I've ever seen. Like, why would I get this? I, I, all right, let me see if I can find it. Okay. Now here's the okay. picture. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a ridiculous amount of radish. How much were those? I don't know. It's just, I want to know the markup. Here's the radish and the butter. See? I don't know. I don't know. You're like, none of your business. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. You can okay. all yeah. see. Very interesting dish. I looked at it and I was like, what the hell is this? This is crazy. I was like, I'm not Doug funny. I'm not like, right. I, you know, I start making jokes about the radishes. And then the people across the restaurant are like laughing with me. They're like, they're obviously from... Fran. Okay. And they're like, and they hear you. And they talk, hear me yeah, yeah. talking to the camera and they look at me, they go, I'm so happy you got that. And I'm like, what is this? This is crazy. And they're laughing. I'm laughing. And I'm getting all these messages like, no, that's what people eat in France. That's what they eat. And I'm going, yeah. And I'm like, don't respond yeah. to me as if and we all eat radishes with butter. Like that, right. the, the response was very much like, you don't know this, you fat pig. Stop <laughs> embarrassing us. Right. <laughs> Stop yeah. embarrassing us. Yeah. Stop. And it's like, um, don't talk to me like you have radishes in the fridge. Also, and this is how you spend your life. You, like, don't, you don't do that. You're not going around saying you're fromers. You're a comedian right. in France. I'm making a comedian fun of shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And also, there's this weird vibe of like Americans telling Americans, just shut your mouth. And be polite. Don't embarrass us while you're there. 
Okay. That, that was a lot of like the response. Right. And it's like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. You know, like, I, like, don't embarrass us while you're there. And it's like, how about you go to France and you do it the way you want to do it? Like right. it, it is, and it's like just because I'm American in France doesn't mean I'm always punching down. Well, like they, they talk to me as if I was like at the restaurant going, "You eat this, you disgusting animals!" No, I'm laughing that this right. is a dish. Well, to me, that's someone whose like personality is sort of they've now put that as an aspect of their personality. So yes. they take it. Per- if you take something personally, it means you've adopted it as part of your personality. Yes. So if the fact that you've been to the south of France is now a defining characteristic of your personality, yeah. you get offended by someone discussing it in a way that you don't think is authentic. Right. Which I couldn't be more authentic. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It, it was, so I, I'm sorry to get fired up about this topic. I, I see you got the break that you desperately needed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the trip was fine. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed Nice. I enjoyed Saint Tropez. I enjoyed Cannes. Do you I think, feel rested? No. Okay. <laughs> um, I think uh, you know I got a lot of nice you know messages from people. I'm 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 talking about this radish thing. Is it's I don't want people to think I'm like I I had a good time. It was nice. Um, I think what you end up doing when you travel, you know, a lot of people are like, should I travel alone? I don't know. <laughs> I can't I can't tell you. If it's going to be the thing you're looking for. Like, I think when you travel alone, what I came to realize is like, when you travel with anybody, you form a relationship with the people you travel with. So like, you and I know each other better because we've gone on the road doing You Up Live. Totally. Um, We know Sean and Maddie better than we knew them before going on the road to do You You Up Live. You get like more moments of like in different parts of the day. Right. I would say if you go on vacation with your significant other to relate it to this podcast, Mm -hmm. you get to know each other in a way you didn't know each other before. You share memories, you share experiences, you share the good times, the bad times, the parts where you're laughing at the radishes. Yeah. And I would say when you travel alone, you get to know yourself in that way. As sad as that sounds. To me, that sounds a little bit sad. To, you know, I got to know myself on a different level. Well, I mean, I, if you talked about Eat, Pray, Love, that's sort of like the whole point of that book slash movie. Well, there's a reason Eat, Pray, Love has a woman as the lead character, not the man. <laughs> and what is that? Uh, a woman can go to Italy and a guy goes, where are you coming from? And it's the reason women go missing abroad. You know, like... <laughs> You know, like I, so I don't recommend. It. I don't okay. recommend okay. it because okay. uh, you know you could go abroad. A guy comes out to you, hot Italian dude. What is going on, uh, little yeah, lady? The, it's the entire premise of Taken. That's uh, yes. yeah, right. And and but even he pray love the first five minutes. She gets to Italy, and all of a sudden, you know, she's got men coming up to her and all that stuff. I didn't go on this trip to like find women, but I, you know, you, you go on this trip to be like, let me go sit at a bar and like, maybe I'll meet someone at the bar and have this fantastical European experience. And that ain't happening for a guy. It's just, that's not like, you know, I would go to dinner. I would have a nice dinner. I would be like, all right, where should I go now? And someone would be like, what? Pay your, pay your bill. Oh, to the, (laughs) like to the, Wait, well, is there, a, is there yeah. a bar I okay. should go to? Is there a place? What are you talking? Uh, no, go home. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, yeah. I I think like well, not it, to stereotype, but the French, I guess, are notoriously a, a little rude. Yeah, right? Patty Stanger warned me about this. <laughs> you should have listened um, to Patty. Listened to Patty. She, I, 
Yeah, I I don't think like I would say so as the trip, you know, was fun, I got to, you know, I think the one good thing is that the time change. Mm-hmm. And it's like here I get distract, it's easy to distract myself. Come here, do the podcast, go on my phone, look at Instagram, go to my shows at night, come, you know, we'll do you know, check my emails, do The Bachelor. There, the day ends here and you're up during the day there and you go, I, what else am I going to do? And you start thinking of like, you know, how I think all the distractions were gone. Yeah. You know, of like, there's nothing, of no podcast to do. There's no Instagram to look at. There's no Bachelor to talk about. I, what are you going to think about? Well, yourself. Mm-hmm. Are you where you want to be? Are you, you know, how is, you know, I, I think I'd been distracting myself a lot with tasks right. over the last many years. And there's good and bad to that. So isn't then this a good thing? That you yeah. Had that all, time? all this is to say it was good. It was a lot of time to like think on stuff. Right. Which can take you to fun places, but also probably bad places too, I imagine. I would say yeah. both. Yes. Yeah. That was the the toughest part about the trip, I think. Because you're like, yeah, it's fun to like sit on the beach and have wine and, you know, make fun of the radishes. But then you go, that kind of ends and it's nighttime and you're like, ah, just yeah. you and me, kid. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's know? tough to be alone in your own thoughts. I think that um, it's... Maybe it's uh, more palatable to do that in like smaller increments of like, you know, that's why we're all addicted to our phones. Right. Is because it's distract us from like thinking about having intrusive thoughts about ourselves or the world or what's going on with us. Yeah. And you can't like tweet about the radishes and get a response right away like you can here. Right. And so you're like, are my opinions valid? Does anyone care? Right. Like, what am I doing? What What am am I I even? Yes. Why do I even the say spirals, these things? Yes, yeah. And, you know, it's, and then also you don't speak the language. So it's not like you can be at a bar and like meet someone and go, hey, what do you think of the radishes here? You know, like I, I you right. know, the few they're times. They're not going to get it. Yeah. They're not going to get it. They're also not going to like talk to you. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember there was one time this woman, there were these, you know, I'm in this pool. I'm at this hotel. And there's these three women to my right and two women to the left. And I'm like, Jared, just talk to them. You know, Patty Stanger told you to, you know, like. <laughs> just like Patty talking. Right. Yes. Exactly. How to interact with others. Right. Yeah. So I go, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, Jared, just say hello. I look over and I go, okay, I'm going to go with those three. It's three young women. Where are you from, guys? Because I'm at a hotel that like in Saint-Tropez that is not, everyone's from somewhere else. Saint-Tropez, I would okay. con- compare to the Hamptons. Right. Like no one's there because they live in Saint-Tropez. Right. Um, and I go, hey, where are you guys from? And they go, this, the woman looks back at me. She goes, we don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> inviting, inviting. I go, oh, really? Because it sounds like you do. I was like, that's the amount of whatever your language is that I would need to know to try. Right. You know, I would yeah. go, well, we don't speak English. I can't say we don't speak English. I don't, I can't in your I language. I speak English. Everyone in France speaks I English. go, well, right. <laughs> and they go, and I go, what? Then she goes, we don't speak English. I go, what? She goes, we don't speak English. I was like, you spoke what? Right. Like as a joke. She got it. She just looked at me blankly. Was not your crowd. No. And do you, do you wish you went to Israel? Um, so there was a point where I was like, maybe I should have just gone 
to Boca, stayed at my parents' house, and had that. I'm happy I went for the silence. I think the forced, okay. yeah, the forced no distraction of it all. I could see that was good. I come, I've come to appreciate it now. Um, once I kind of got my groove of like what I wanted to do on a daily basis, that made it a little bit easier. But I don't know. I uh, like. I enjoyed myself, but you, you know, I think also like, I hate to have to go on a trip to fucking like come to like realizations. But that's like, kind but of I guess that's part of it. that yeah. was part of it. Yeah. So right. I don't know. I was looking for more relaxation and I ended up with more thoughts about your life, about my life. Okay. <laughs> well, you kind of have to be a little relaxed to do that. Yeah. And so. you have to like have the time to think of those yeah. things. Yeah. So that's good. You know, I don't know if that makes us a better, you know, does this sound bad? I no, don't I don't think so. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure like that'll help you going forward. The things that you've <laughs> thought about. Maybe. Thank you. Yes. What did you think? You, yeah. you had a good, what's been going on with you? Nothing. I was in Montauk. I was in Greenport. I've been going out. Yeah. How, how was Montauk? Montauk was fun. It was funny because I was in a house with just like Mike and his and four of his friends. Mm -hmm. So it was, but his like, it was like all me and all guys. So yeah. it was like an interesting, funny thing to be. Cause I'm like trying to like change my outfits and there's no one to ask. So I go ask all the guys and then I'm doing like a fashion show and I'm, you know, and then I'm like, should I be here? Cause I'm like the only girl, like, should I just let him go without me? Like, I don't, you know, but it was a really great time. And it, it was funny to be back there, like in a different phase of life than the previous times that I'd been there. Right. What, what was the occasion? What, why is it like the three, four dudes is just like high school friends getting together? Basically. Yeah. yeah one of their, one of them had a girlfriend who was supposed to be there, but she couldn't make it. Mm. And then, so it was just, it was just me. Me and the boys. Yes. Me and the boys. <laughs> That's fun. We, we bought a lot of uh, mega millions lotto tickets. We didn't win in case no. anyone was wondering. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, it's Damn. over. Yeah. But it was kind of fun just to think about. It was like a. It was almost like you know. And I feel like with gambling, if you're not addicted to it, it's kind of fun just for like if you're having a good time, it could be worth worth the money. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, Where it's like, <laughs> oh, and then we're all talking like, what would we do with it? Right, right, you know? right, right, right. I mean, that's the 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 commercial for gambling is. <laughs> <laughs> this show is all about. This episode is all about how we how much we love gambling and cigarettes. cigarettes. <laughs> Well, it's yeah. like if you can keep it within reason, yeah. like no. a couple cigarettes every now and again, why not? No, you got to play to win. That's a, that's the whole. You never thing. know. You never know, and yeah. that's the fun. You get to dream. And did you win like ten bucks? You know, like no, did, we won nothing. No, nothing. No, but it was fine. It was uh, it was just also funny, like because we had also talked about it with Gary, who produced mm. our show about yes. uh, the. That, I think it's just fun to let your mind, you know, wander to what if, and of then course. it's like uh, you just have a funny conversation, and then we're like. Oh, we're like the, like, because we all went on out together, me and, and the uh, five guys. Mm. And we were like, um, you know, would we, would we just like split it? Like, how would we do it? Would we take it right away? Would we do, do this? And then like, what would we buy? Um, and it was, I was like, we are actually like the poster child for like the people who, if they won, everyone would be like, fuck those people. <laughs> Like we were like five, Why? five thirty somethings in a house in Montauk. Yeah, were like out on the like, it's just kind of like you, that's not who you sure. want to win. Well, <laughs> I I would have liked You'd have to, to keep seen it that. a secret. Yeah, well, you got yeah. you can't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. How'd you make your money? Um, yeah, I definitely. I I don't know. I think that'd be funny if you guys were just like, 
we'll buy a house. We'll buy this house. One of their parents already owned it. Oh no! So, yeah. <laughs> so you're right. Fuck you guys. Saying. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want you guys no winning. No one wants these. Us and right, no. Yeah. How do you, <laughs> we bought our parents' house from them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I guess the uh, yeah the mega millions. That's a fun thing to do with like a group of people. Yeah. Well, go and on. Then, Everyone write down on a piece of paper what you do. Everyone write down stand your birthdays, up. Put down your numbers. Right. Yeah. That's fun. We bought like 100 tickets. It was a- uh, 100? We still didn't win. Wow. It's crazy. Well- Could have been us. Could have been us. I wouldn't have been here today. No, I still, I still would have- <laughs> That's how much I well, love that, the show. Well, I still would have come. Well, that's what I wonder. You know, what would you do if you won the lottery? How would life change? I don't- You know, I think I'm living the dream. This is it. To be totally honest. Right. Yeah. What's better than this? What else would I be doing? Talking. I'm, yeah. I'm here for fun. Right. For funsies. But also like the ads. So use the codes. <laughs> so use, use the, the codes. codes. And sign up for You Up With Benefits. <laughs> yes. Where you can hear me, and you know. Maybe we'll delve even deeper into your trip. On, that, on I mean, that's what we have episode. to do, yes. right? That's yes. That's got to be the next. That's what it's for. If that didn't sad everyone up. I didn't no, mean. I, I, do I, I sound negative? Because everyone like puts this like rosy view on everything that they do in these vacations and these trips and so many people you see on everyone's in Europe that's mm. like the, the joke of the summer that sure. everyone's in Europe and it looks so glitzy and I'm sure it is there's parts of it that are I'm sure you thought that too while you were there but then I think there's the other side of things that people don't tell you so I think it's a great it's a great interesting conversation my idea for a TV show from it was send me to the place that your most hated friend posts about on Instagram. And I'll destroy it for you. I'll tell you the truth. You got to go to Tulum. Send me to Tulum. 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 Yeah. Tulum. Send me to Tulum. I'll go to that that wooden gym. The Palapa. Yeah, the Palapa. The Palapa. <laughs> Playa Playa Project. Yeah. I'll go to all the places and I'll tell you what. Because I had like places like someone was like, you got to go to Ez. You got to go to Ez. That's the, that's the town outside of Nice that... Nobody what do you, what knows. What do you respond to these people or you don't respond? I heart it or hey. I go, I, you know, like. <laughs> do you know anyone there? Right. Like, like what am I? Because you could be a coach, right. So I literally got it. I was like, there was like my last morning there. I was like, you know what? I'll get on a train. Let's have this adventure. Let's go to Ez. So I walk to the train, take a 20 minute train ride down to Ez. And there's a sign. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's like, just go to S. I was like, what is it? You know, no one says what it is. They're like, and they tell you it's like a it's like a town on top of like this mountain. And I'm like, okay, it's on top of this mountain. They're like this old town on top of a mountain. I'm like, all right. So I take the train and you get off. And then there's a sign that says one hour and just points up. And I'm on Google Maps and it's climbing? like. Or you have to walk. Yeah. So you, I, I, I was like, I guess I'm walking this trail. Oh, wow. I walk this trail within 10 minutes. I'm like, I don't know how anyone does this. Like this is. It's, All up, up, uphill. Yeah. Oh my God. It was uphill 10 minutes. Like I was like, all these people walk to Ez. like did this. And in my mind, it's climbing Masada. Like it was like, <laughs> you know, like I thought this was like the French version of you that. Get the crazy view. Get this crazy view at the end. And I'm like, that's amazing. And the, the, you know, it's the Nietzsche path, Nietzsche, mm-hmm. the poet. So I start climbing it and I put it in headphones. I listen to oversharing. Oh, wow. Everyone Love go it. listen to oversharing. Big Thank fan. You. I'm listening to oversharing as I'm going up this mountain. 
And I'm like, this is like the hardest climb I've ever been on. And <laughs> emotionally and physically. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hearing about, you know, le- you know, writing to your ex. And oh, yeah. I'm, I, you know, I'm listening to this and I'm looking off and the views are amazing. The views are amazing. But I'm like, this is an hour climb. Like, I didn't realize. I'm like, how? That's tough. Did you have right. water? Did I, what? <laughs> Sorry to sound like the Instagram. But did you have water? No water. Oh, wow. And I'm going, I'm going to be the guy that Who dies, dies <laughs> on the hike that the all these chicks are yeah. <laughs> like, you got to go to F. I get to the top and there's just a road with like all these buses and old people that are like, welcome to as like, the, I was like, I didn't know Is there anything up there. There's a bus. I could have taken the bus. Oh, you're saying, okay. And then there's a castle up there. I got to work out. So there's a castle and I go up the castle and you walk through the town and it's fine. And it was fine. It was fine. Okay. It wasn't like I was like, what? Yeah, I like that. It's based. Well, here's the thing with recommendations from the internet. Mm. And it's kind of like people trying to set you up to bring it back to dating. Please. Is like, it's annoying when people give you recommendations of people to date or people to you know, or places to go or things mm. to do when they don't know you. Yes. So it's like people always do those things with themselves in mind. Like, what mm-hmm. do I think of this? Right. It's kind of like, but that's not how you do something. Then it's for you. You can it's not for the other person. You can tell when suggestions are made to say something about the person giving the suggestion. Right. And you can tell when someone suggestion. right there's yeah. selfish suggestions and there's thoughtful suggestions. Right. You can tell, and it's, it's same with a fix up. You 100%. can tell when these fix up are made. To make someone feel like right. I'm the one that gets it. I yeah. understand love. And you also understand the ones that goes, I was thinking of you. Exactly. And people, I mean, I'm sure you get a lot of DMs of people who would like to go on a date with you. Sure, not after like, this episode. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not after that. No, I think you can. You know, and, you know, they're like, this is why you would be great for me. Right. And it's like, it's not about that because you don't know them. Yeah. Why would, why would I be great for you? Right. And, 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 and how does that align with who you actually are? Well, and then they'll do the thing where they go, I've been listening to your podcast. I know everything about you. I think we would really hit it off. And you go, I just what should believe you. Oh, yeah. I don't have your podcast. What does that do? Right. What does that do for you? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I don't. And then they, you get like a little tiny picture. And I mean, I'm just saying for anyone, I get a lot and I'm an example, but I, I'm saying this to people this isn't about me. It's easy to make this sound like it's about me. I'm giving you a personal example to say there's a lot of half shooting their shots going on. Mm-hmm. People who are getting to say, I shot my shot, but they half do it. Yeah. Which is worse than not doing it at all. Totally. And it's annoying to me. And it's a waste of everyone's time. It's a waste right. of your time. It's a waste of their time. It's like submitting a blind cover letter to a million companies. Right. Like you're wasting your time, their time. The time spent reading yes. it. Yeah. And going, oh, what the fuck? I don't want to be rude. Right. And they go, I shot my shot and I have to be the person that has to be the backboard for the shot they have took. Now I will say men do this in a different way. Men shoot their shot and then keep shooting, 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 shooting until they don't shut the fuck up and they call you a bitch. Right. I mean, that's the worst. That's the worst kind of person. Too. But almost, right. I mean, bad in a different way. That's a horrible, annoying person. Yeah. Not getting it. But I get the, we should do drinks. And I see it. I heard it. Or I just say nothing. Why don't you just not answer? Then it's seen. Or like, I, sometimes I'll delete most of them now. But like, if someone like that's messaged me in the past, it's seen. Right. 
And then you'll get the message responding to it. I go, I guess not. <laughs> you're like, I, Men do that too. Yeah. Men do that sure. too. Right. Or it's like, yeah. Yeah. I guess not. I, I guess not. I guess not. I don't know what else to do. Right. Couldn't you have just said that in your head though? I guess right. not. Now yeah. I have to deal with it. I'm the dick. Yeah. I don't know. The, this whole beginning of this episode can't make me look very good. No, I think it's very real. It's very honest. I don't think you said anything bad. No. There's nothing more amazing than someone coming back from a luxury vacation and shitting on it. <laughs> I could shit on anything. <laughs> I could literally shit on any vacation. Imagine, imagine someone taking you home to their mom. Mom, you could shit on anything. <laughs> this is what he does best. <laughs> Don't put, out, <laughs> put out the good charcuterie. <laughs> he will tell you exactly what you did wrong. Yeah. I mean, if I was out there, if I was traveling, I'd go back to, I wouldn't go back to any of the places. <laughs> Um, but if you really want to get me going, the best part was direct Delta JFK to Nice. That's okay. great. Delta never, never lets never you down. Lets the down. best part was the plane ride. Okay. <laughs> nice is great. I would go, you know, can, I think if you're alone, if you're a single person, stick to major cities. I think Saint-Tropez, no need, not going to be good for you. It's like going to, would you go to the Hamptons alone? Not unless I had my own house there and I wasn't right. planning on leaving. Right. <laughs> yes. That's exactly. Sure. Yeah. So it's like, you probably wouldn't go there alone. I opted out of Corsica because of my experience in Saint-Tropez. And I was like, I was supposed to go to Corsica, which is like this island. And then Saint-Tropez, they were like, I mean, we can go over this and you up with benefits. Let's let's do it there. Okay. If you guys want to hear more about Jared's trip. <laughs> pay up so I can pay my trip. <laughs> We need to fund it. So yeah. uh, subscribe to You Up With Benefits twice a month, bonus episodes, and you also get ad-free listening. So check it out. And thank you for sharing with us. I like it. I feel I like, bad. I, I, I don't know. I don't think you need to feel bad. This is reality. We are not right. here to bullshit anyone. That's the beauty of the show. Yeah. I, I think it was um, all the nice messages have been, were very nice. <laughs> all of the nice messages were nice i like it okay. and if you're out there and you want to come to a show and hear me complain live in person i am going to be in washington dc chicago illinois detroit michigan albany new york milwaukee wisconsin timonia maryland richmond virginia Jared Friedrich. are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners ulta venti beauty levi's adidas and so much more Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Let's get into it. Let's okay. get into it. I'm ready to read this email because I feel like it's going to annoy both of us. 
Okay. I, it, it, and in, case it, we, in case we haven't feel feel uh, <laughs> felt irritable enough, I like I I have some different I I think oh, you this liked work, it. I kind of okay. like it. Okay, okay. Well, the, well, then this is even gonna be better even better discussion. Dear J and J, so thankful to you both for imparting all your wisdom onto us listeners every single week. I've subscribed and shared the pod with several family and friends, including my mom, who is now a devoted listener as well. Amazing. What up, mom? I recently came across a truly fascinating new concept for introducing single friends to one another and would love your take on it. My friend's boyfriend recently posted the attached Instagram story while they attended a wedding together. As you can see, the bride and groom created a singles list handout that was distributed at each table. On the list were the names of all the single guests in attendance, their table number, and a log line description of them that said things like bougie talent agent with a vape and tall Jewish boy, full head of hair. (laughs) I don't know... Uh, the bride or groom personally and can only speculate they did not poll all the guests to see who was single nor get their permission to share this information publicly given the, the line at the top of the handout that says the singles list is as far as we are aware. I'm curious to hear what you what you both think about this. Funny, effective, and well-intentioned or a little presumptuous and off-putting. A brilliant solution for friends riding solo at your wedding without the luxury of a plus one. Jared, if at the next wedding you attend, you hypothetically found a handout at the dinner table announcing your candidacy as a match for other single guests, what would you think? Jordana, do you wish you could turn back time and print your own singles list? (laughs) That's the other version of if I could turn back time. (laughs) If I could turn back time. I'd do this list. (laughs) Would you make a list? Would you make sure, make sure, make sure the singles fucked? <laughs> That's the alternate version. We gotta do karaoke. I myself am a newly single woman back in the trenches of the LA dating scene. And with all the weddings I'm attending this year and next, I just can't decide how I would feel if I sat down to find my name forever embossed on wedding stationery for hundreds of strangers to see. I know Jared always discusses the idea of a friend potluck, but I'm wondering if the stakes are just a little too high to try to pull one off in the midst of a wedding celebration. Not a hater, just totally fascinated by the idea. Thanks for all that you do. All right. So she attaches the the picture. I'm not sure if we can post it because it's probably a little bit of an invasion of the couple's privacy, but maybe we'll see. There's things, yeah, I guess so, because there's first and last names. names. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I guess if we X out the names... And we just do the descriptions, maybe, but I'm sure they'll know. This Gr- whoever wrote this email is going to get a, a bunch of texts from right. these people. This person's fucked. Yeah. What do you? You know, it's interesting. I read this and was like, I see the pros, I see the cons. Yeah. But when you said we're going to hate on this, I didn't think of it from the perspective of the bride, which. To me, it's like, it's her day, and now there's a list going around. I, I could see why it would annoy someone who's had a wedding. Well, I, don't, I don't know if it would annoy me. for. I am almost more annoyed for the guests, I think, okay. than the person doing the To me, it's more like the couple. It's for the couple. This is like for the couple. Like, they're sort of like using you for their, like... Their game, I, yeah, uh, their, like, their game oh, of chess. Like it'll be, and I feel like people get annoyed when people in relationships or married people do that. Of mm. like, um, they're almost like, like trying too hard. This, I mean, this list looks like how you would what you would see at a meat counter, right? Like, <laughs> do you want the braised ribs or the or the or the pulled pork? Do you want the uh, did Coachella before it was cool or green eyes, big smile, bigger heart? Right. <laughs> Like a table, whatever. Right. 
I mean, when I, I mean? saw this, I felt like it was a younger wedding. Yeah, I mean, just given the large, the extensive list of singles, I assume right. it had to be. Because uh, how many singles were at your wedding? Me, three. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have done that. Well, anyway, it'd be a short, it'd be a shorter list. Right. But I'd do it. Yeah. Well, that that's the thing. Like I, I saw this and I'm like, okay, here's what it is. To me, it's like we are um, fantastically afraid of having my moment that I had in the pool in Saint Tropez. Where are you from? We don't speak English. <laughs> Get away from us. So this is like another way of kind of not having to feel the pain of like, I'm in a relationship. That's my boyfriend. You're saying this list. Right. I, 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 for who? I'm saying for the single people. Everyone right. wants to meet friends of friends. Meeting okay. at a wedding is something that, you know, weddings are a great place to meet someone new. I agree. Um, but. And I agree with what you said before, where it's like, it feels like this like couple like trying to be like this couple to me that has this wedding feels very boring. Well, they're like, like I want you guys to like hook up so that we feel like the wedding is fun. Right. And <laughs> right. We want to take this responsibility out of our hands yeah. as wedding planners and make sure that all the single people know who's out there that you can dance with. Right. And it's like, you know, and to me, it's uh, why it rang younger to me is because 23-year-old getting married wants to make sure they're not making a mistake. So we need more 23-year-olds to get married. Yeah, I could see that, too. It's a um, everyone wants to be set up kind. Of, it's also a little presumptuous in that sense. It's mm. like, one, it's presumptuous in the sense that all these single people are looking to meet other people and and go out or they're single even that the fact that they're single and looking, I think is like an annoying thing. Like you're assuming that it's almost like, here's a list of the unemployed. Right. Is anyone hiring? Because like, and here's their marketable skills. It's like, no one asked right. you to do this. You're embarrassing me a little bit. Right. There's one aspect of it like that. And you can't have fun at the wedding unless you know who the other singles are. Yeah. Ups the stakes. I understand a singles table. I think that's that a great sense. idea. Yeah. Make Put these people, all, they're all at different tables. Right. Put them all at the same table. I've been put at singles tables. Yeah. Amazing. I love being at a singles table. Right. Let them be awkward together. Right. But don't like, it's almost like you're you're throwing someone into a group chat. Like if I set you, if I wanted to right. set you up or I threw you into a chat with like 17 other singles, you'd be like, I didn't ask for this. Right. And then also I find the part about the description. Hate the descriptions. I find the descriptions to be like, Oh, I didn't ask you to describe me in five words to right. everyone at this wedding. <laughs> like, who who are they to say that this person um, did all these things? Is the you're? It's a little derivative to call this person a bougie talent agent with a vape. It's like that's how right. you that's how you think of me, right? I. It's <laughs> all I am to you. You've convinced me this is a horrible idea. Yeah, I. <laughs> I mean, one says best man, say no more. What oh, is it, right? Who, uh, based on who's who shit? Just, yeah. description. I also, the, I That's say the this, best you could do. They, right. I mean, this is what I say about the bachelor all the time. People are like, you should go on. I'm like, if it said comedian under my name, I could never be funnier than that description. That's the other part. Yeah. Yeah. The funniest guy at the party. Then you go, and then people can go, oh, I heard you're the funniest guy. What do you got? And you're like, yeah. um, I got nothing. I totally agree with that. And think about like the way someone would describe you. It's like, is that all, is that now how the only way I want to be seen by this by anyone that I meet. Yeah. There's I, more to me. <laughs> I'm more than just blonde curls. Yeah. But I understand, like, I also don't think it's like, this is like such a, this is an evil thing to do. 
it's not evil. It comes from a good place, but it also comes from like the most narcissistic place. Right. We need to fix up everybody at this and Everyone party. wants this. Everyone wants this. I mean, one says eloquent and dashing officiant. Yeah. yeah I, I do like a singles table, though. Are you a fan of a singles table? That makes sense to me. Let I, I, I think it's like we are so afraid of feeling any disappointment mm -hmm. that this is what this is about. This is, this is literally, this is Tinder. Yeah. This is, here's I the just, list. It's like of, a menu. It's literally a menu. Yeah. It's a menu. So I, I, and it's again, like the presumption that yeah. everyone here needs to meet someone. Right. Or maybe some of these guys are just trying to fuck. Like, how do they right. know that these people are looking to be? Here's the one thing that I, I saw the positive of it is when you're single and you go to a wedding, you just be get fixed up with the next single person always. Like, if this was older, right? Th this that's why this rang younger because if this was older, it'd be a list of three people, and you'd have everyone going, "Just get together, right? Stop making everyone so uncomfy, right. and, and be <laughs> and be in a couple. Just be the thing that we can all watch." So the list helps that because it's like at least. You know, the person who has only one thing to talk about and that's who's single at this wedding right. is kind of eradicated. Yeah. But I I understand and like the idea of if I'm if yeah. I'm getting married and I know two people who are there who might get along who haven't met before, I might give them a heads up. Hey, there's this at the wedding is actually gonna be at your table. This guy I actually think that you guys would get along. It's like more again, it's more like why I'm not just throwing shit out there that I like. No, right. I'm saying I think here's what my thoughtful thing about why you guys might be a good match. And just so you know, they're going to be at your table if that's someone you want to focus on. Right. You're, you're totally right. It's thoughtful versus uh, who's it about? Right. That's what I'm saying. This Who, is about this, this couple about making this couple. sure their wedding is fun. Well, and, and, and so they can say these people are like meeting and hooking up at their wedding. The other thing they've, yeah, that, well, that's the thing they get to be like, we fix them up by in, in bulk. Yeah. Like they're a Costco. I know. And right? it, <laughs> like you're, it's also like, it's just funny to me. I know that's the reason they're doing it because like, there's so many little things that you have to think of to take care of before your wedding mm. that the fact that they prioritize this means it means <laughs> that much to them. Right. Which to me shows again, it's about them. They met at our wedding. Yeah. This isn't a selfless no. thing. <laughs> it's young too. Here's a menu. I mean, here's, what do you want? Here's all the perspective genitalia. Yeah. Just make a singles table and be quiet. I would like to know if anyone hooked up at this wedding. Yeah. If this is your wedding, defend yourself. Email us. Right. Or you went to this wedding and you liked this. I'm open to I'm open to the other way around if it worked. And like I'm open to to hearing about it. I'm open to hearing about it for sure. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, you're also like setting up the most wolf-like predator at your wedding. Like, I'm just imagining like a single guy being like, okay, who do we got here? And just like looking over the list right? with his glasses on, saying. just like, all right, who's single and sad? If, you know, I it's like, look, if I were a guy looking to hook up, I'd be like, great, here's my menu <laughs> of like options. Right. It kind of it objectifies everyone on the list. Totally. But for people who are more prone to being objectified, I'm a little more worried about them. Great point. It is, um, it's definitely, do you want the chicken or the fish? Right. Do you want the blonde or the brunette? Exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's a little insane. Yeah.
I want to hear from this guy. Now I want to hear like yeah. feedback. I guess in the best case scenario, no one ever tells them. But if you do hear it, um, sorry for shitting on your idea. But if you have a reason why you think it was a good idea, email us uup at betches.com, uup at betches.com. We'll read the answer. We want, to, we want to give you a chance to explain yourself. There's no way they're not under the age of 25. That's your that's, that's your prediction. My prediction. Okay. And again, if Jared's wrong and you guys are like 40, let us right. know. If you're 40, then I I actually think it's a different wedding if they're 40. Yeah. Like it helps it. Then it might be more fun. Then it's more fun. At least everyone like, I don't know, at 25, there's this so romanticism of meeting at a wedding, friend of a friend. Yeah. We've never been married. I don't have, you know, I, I'd like to know who's single. You know, uh, the uh, we're out of college. This You're, you're praying off of the emotional right. It's like state. a mixer. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's do some awkward sex all right let's do it uup at betches.com jared and jordana I wrote in for the first time earlier this week with a serious question, but now I'm here and finally submitting the awkward sex story that I've been sitting on for years. My <laughs> years I've been waiting to tell this tale. <laughs> My sophomore year of college, I was hooking up with a guy a year older than me. He was really attractive, but definitely socially awkward. Think Jeremy Allen White, but without conversation skills. That paints a picture. That painted zero pictures. Do you know who Jeremy Allen? No. He's from Shameless. You know, I'm sure you're not. No, I don't know. He's also from that new show that everyone likes, The Bear. I haven't seen it. I know The Bear. He's the main guy in The Bear. Okay, but I don't know him in the show. I've never watched the show. I haven't watched the show either. You don't really watch much TV. Just The, the Bachelor. Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Don't Date Jared episode of the UL Podcast. <laughs> This is the, he goes away send alone, gets sad in like, France. Send this to your friend who's like, I am obsessed with Jared Freed. I must go out with him. I will do anything it takes. Let me convince you otherwise. <laughs> he watches one show that he yells at. He's always working. Always working. Yeah. We were nothing serious, just a late night hookup, an occasional midday Netflix hang. One Thursday night I went out, I was on my period. I know this sounds juvenile. My friends have roasted me for years on this, but I was wearing a pad along with a tampon instead of just a tampon. Jared, I assume you know what a pad is, but if not, this is my favorite. This aside is wild. She knows you. She knows me so well. Do you not know what a pad is? I, I know what a pad okay. is. 
Now, I, now I'm a little worried well, about how I mean, well you know what a pen right. is. I know. Oh, I know. The Don't Day Jared episode continues with Jared. <laughs> let me describe what a pad is for you. You know what a pad is. I don't know if I know. Now, I, now I'm not sure. I assume you know what a pad is. Let's pause to let Jordana explain. And no, okay, so Jordana explain a pad. I Let me explain what want, I think a pad is. Okay. Okay, because this would be wild. If, if you were off base, let's hear it. Okay. I mean, so a pad is for when you're on your period. Yes. And it tapes into the bottom of your underwear. Yes. To catch the blood that comes out of your vagina. That's correct. That's correct. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you. Do we have any sound effects we can add in there? Add a sound effect. <laughs> okay. Some woman's like, phew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it is. I wouldn't be like completely shocked if you didn't know, like when you've, you used one. Never. I rarely have ever. Like maybe when I was like, when I got my first period, mm. I was using a pad. So that, that was going to be my question to you. Yeah. The pad versus tampon with a pad. That's when you want to make sure that you don't like that no you, have a period, you have a period that's heavy mm. and you want to make sure it doesn't like leak out and get it's a responsible move. I'm okay with it. No, yeah, not this isn't judge. I just have ne- I don't know. Is that something Maybe, I, I can do. see that, especially if she's going out for the night and she's not sure about like, you know, if she's going to remember to change the tampon, okay. she wants to make sure it doesn't leak. She doesn't like if she's drinking, she doesn't have to worry about it. This is like an extra like safeguard in her. For her that I'm that's what I'm gathering in case she leaks through the tampon totally get it now pad versus tampon you say you are a I'm a tampon, tampon user. user yes what? <laughs> we get really intimate on this show. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure this out now I, now you know I've smoked cigarettes before and I am I'm a tampon girl I <laughs> I told everyone I swallowed my own shit. <laughs> okay, fair. We're getting very intimate. Okay, it's fair. Yeah. It's fair. The tampon uh, on my yeah. ass right now feels fine. <laughs> now, <laughs> what? <laughs> what would make someone choose one or the other is my uh, question. Well, when you're first, it's like the tampon you have to learn how to use. So I think when I, most people, when they get their first period, they're like, this is a little shocking. And mm. it's like, I've had this for the first time. I don't want to like necessarily be learning how to use a tampon immediately. So the pad is just very easy. It's very easy. You put it right on. And then you don't have to. Does the pad miss? I, I guess that would be my worry with the pad. Like the tampon. Not really. It goes over the whole thing. Your underwear. Mm-hmm. But I guess underwear shifts around. Is there the worry that. I don't think it has a high miss rate. Okay. I'm sure it can, but I don't think it's like frequent. Okay. That was my question because I'm like, what, what level of, you know, coverage is there? That was my. I think there's a, it depends. You can get all different kinds of like shapes and so That's why she said panty liner is like a very thin version of that. Uh-huh. Where it's like it'll catch a little blood, but the pad is like just if there's a lot of blood, it will. Okay. Because so the thicker it is, the like more it will soak in. Jared, I know, I assume you know what a pad is, but if not, let's let Jordana explain. And no, it wasn't a panty liner. Unfortunately, it was a big old pad. Right. And the reason that people don't like pads or that I'm not a, a frequent pad user is that it kind of feels a little bit like a diaper. You're like, it's not like assume. the most comfy thing ever, but it's it's not like terrible. Mm. But a tampon is like you just, it, it, you almost forget that it's like there. Okay. If it's in properly, you don't even feel it. So it's just, that's it. Interesting. Yeah. We hooked up the- <laughs> Does anyone have any other I, questions? I just, I, listen, she gave Maddie, me. Maddie, is that a correct assessment? Yes. Okay. She Thank gave you. me the forum to ask the questions. That's fair. That you've always wanted to know. 
Yeah, That's I'm trying right. to think. I'm trying to get them all out now. <laughs> if I have any more questions, I'm asking for the boyfriends out there. Yeah. No, I think it's a, that's a valid question. Why would anyone know? We hooked up that night, and in the flurry of leaving in the morning, I left my underwear. It wasn't until I got back to my dorm and was rehashing the night with my friends that I realized I left my underwear there with the pads still in them. I was absolutely mortified and felt like any chance I had with this guy had completely evaporated. That night, we all went out again. <laughs> Didn't stop her from getting fucked up. Uh, and I ran into him at the bar. I tried to avoid him for a while, but he didn't seem to be acting weird and actually approached me for a conversation. Shocking at the time. We ended up going home together and hooking up, falling asleep drunkenly afterwards. In the morning, as I was gathering my things to go, he said, oh, by the way, you left your underwear here last night and handed them to me without the pad in them. I looked for a second, was confused, but ultimately was too embarrassed by the situation to ask any questions at the moment. When I got back and told my friends a story, we were so unsure of what happened and still have several theories to this day. He had a pretty serious girlfriend for a few years, so one girl speculated that he was familiar with the territory and removed the pad himself. Another was that he disgustingly showed it to his roommates and they devised some way to dispose of it. Okay. The other was that he threw them in the wash machine for me and the pad had come off and he had yet to realize it was still in his machine. We still don't know the answer, and honestly, it was way funnier to leave it as a mystery. We came, to, we come with new theories all the time, and story never gets old. Hope you guys enjoy, and can't wait to hear this one on the pod. Lost without a paddle. What do you think, um, Jordan? Great title. Great title. Uh, I think this guy's a true gentleman. That was the name I gave it. Really? The gentleman. The gentleman? Yeah. I, I think he's a true gentleman. Like, he didn't make it weird. No. He didn't make it a thing. He was just, like, not turned off by it. Hooked up with her again was like, here. It happens. Is, yeah. I'm not going to make a thing of it. Women get Power fucking moves. periods. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's kind of Right. I'd be so much more into him. He wasn't like, well, how does it go on? I took your pad on? off. Like, in a, <laughs> and did you want the pad, too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Even if he had left it on, just like to not acknowledge it is the most classy way to go. Right? To just go. Hey. That's what I'm saying. He didn't make it a thing. He was like, no. by, the, by the way, you left your underwear. He didn't, wasn't like making fun of her. He wasn't no. making a joke, wasn't saying, and I threw out the pad for you because it was disgusting. Like, but I'm a sure yeah. guy. I literally, I have the gentleman. I love that. Written right <laughs> there. Yeah, I, like I, I thought the same thing. And I was like, you know, I guess theories of what they did. Maybe they're all just looking at it still today. You know, they like, like what is <laughs> frames in the, the way, yeah right in his apartment. Yeah. Right, it's like they put it above the yeah. above the uh, the doorway and they slap it on the way out, just yeah. go out on the way out like they're Rudy. And, and also the fact that she had a tampon in as well to me also says like it probably wasn't like a a bloody thing, in my opinion. We are so the the idea that we're all the overratedness of which the blood makes men run away mm -hmm. it's so overrated okay like i've it's not a, that big of a deal not a big right. deal like oh i'm on my period okay oh <laughs> i might get on the sheets all right right that's, lead the way we're cool that's good to I, know i, 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 I think, think popular culture tells us that like men don't want to hear anything about that i think it's easier to that's the easier one to understand that's also like the jokier version <laughs> you know right. like if you see blood is like the that's the one that is the punchline that can be shown on tv mm -hmm. it's what a middle schooler would understand it's what you know i i think it's a rational dude is like throw a towel down let's fucking go 
Yeah. I, I love that. I, yeah. I, I think that's the power move. It's right. The true gentleman move. Did you have other names for it? Um, Maddie had the pad panic, maxi mystery. I had the, the pandemic. It doesn't really make any sense, but I'm just trying to figure out words with pad in it. Right. What do you have? I had Paddington bear. Yeah. I was okay. looking for the same thing. The garbage man. Okay. Cause he just threw it Tossed away. It, yeah. Patty McVagina. <laughs> Patty McVagina Steen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was, that's what I had. I like it. Yeah. Um, I like the true gentleman seems to be the the overall the gentleman. Feeling. This is a green flag, right? When it comes to the plant based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Okay, let's do one more email. Mm. Jared and Jordana, I'm a long time and avid listener, first time caller. I just brought not one, but three group chats with me to your show in Chicago, and we had an absolute blast. Love it. Thank you. Oh, we should thank the oh, New York yeah, this show. Is coming we, up. Yeah, well, we're recording this before the New York show, so the, the show hasn't technically ended in our mm. real life scenario, but by the time this airs, it will have. And thank you guys. Thank you, anyone who came to any of our mm-hmm. six live shows. They were all so amazing. It was so great to be back after the pandemic and I just the crowd's energy were just like amazing so much fun the shows were a blast um I can speak for the New York one because it's already sold out and you know we were talking about how much fun it is to walk into a show and have everyone there pumped to be there and yeah just a true pleasure to be able to do those shows and when you hear that people brought friends and all everyone had fun like that is the greatest compliment of them all um and it's uh yeah we love doing those shows hopefully we'll do more in the future yeah and thank you guys again for coming out bringing your friends and just listening every week there we go 
Thanks for the funny and thought-provoking content. To be serious for a sec, I really wish I would have found this podcast earlier in my dating life. Could have saved me a lot of mental troubles, but I'm happy to be listening now. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Anyway, I'm writing in because I have an ongoing disagreement with my boyfriend. We're 29 and have been dating for almost four years, live together, and are about to get engaged. I love him endlessly and know he's the one, but we have one main issue. We do not sleep well together. I don't mean sexually, but in the literal act of going to sleep and sleeping in the same bed. I'll preface this by saying that I love sleep more than anything else, only beaten by food. Okay, I'm pretty sure everyone enjoys these two things, but... I'll let it go. Well, now, we, now this is a real issue. She enjoys going to sleep. Oh, no. We all hate sleep. And food. Right. And shelter. We- Beaten only by food and shelter. <laughs> okay. When I get ready for bed early-ish, like 930, I brush my teeth and do all of that before getting into bed to read slash scroll my phone and go to sleep. He, on the other hand, gets into bed and waits until the exact moment he's going to sleep, then gets up to brush his teeth, wash his face, etc. around 1030 slash 11. Our bathroom is attached to our room, so even if I'm already asleep, it wakes me up because I hear everything. Once we finally are asleep, he snores loudly. I like when someone writes in and you're like, oh, thank God I don't sleep with this person. At this moment, <laughs> this woman. more than the guy. Yeah. More than the guy. I'd yeah. sleep with him. I'd be fine. <laughs> She's like, oh, is that you in the bathroom? It's like, yeah, I'm brushing my fucking teeth. It's probably moments where you're like, it's nice to be alone. Right. right yeah. yeah. No one to be like, you're fucking making loud noises. The yeah. flossing is loud. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I love sleep. You don't even like it. <laughs> Once we finally are asleep, he snores loudly. After some nagging from me, we've tried a few things. He brought nasal strips with a mouth and a mouth guard. I bought earplugs and use a noise machine. The snores still are louder. This has led to a couple of nights of one of us moving to our guest room just to get a good night's sleep. Although it's a good solution, I don't want to spend the rest of our lives sleeping in separate rooms. I like the comfort and closeness of being in bed together with the obvious benefit that it often leads to sex. There are more dramatic solutions like surgery and sleep studies, but I really just want to find a way to sleep together in peace. He keeps saying that he can't help it, which I logically know is true, but I can't help getting mad at him when it happens. How can we resolve this? Or is it really not that bad to be in different rooms for the sake of sleep? Thanks. Sleepless in a, in a Seattle boy's bed. I, I feel for this guy. She's literally like, I still get mad at him for the thing he can't control. Like, yeah. the, I have not questions for you. It's not his fault. I mean, the, he could go to... He could like maybe get be- get ready for bed earlier if that's a thing that they disagree on. Fine. Do you and Mike go to bed at the same time? Yes. This is this is a big thing. I mean, not with, every single night, but most nights. Women yes. love this. Yes. I the do. idea of we go to bed at the same time. Yes, I get annoyed when we don't go to bed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might be irrational. This is, how do you guys? How, we kind of are on the same schedule, like okay. mostly, so that's not an issue. But yeah, if he's like going out to drink, if he's going out with his friends, I'm not, I'm not like waiting up for him. But it's like tonight's Tuesday. Yeah, you're like, well, what will we watch shows? That's like kind okay. of we like watch shows together in, in bed sometimes, and then we'll turn off the TV and we'll go to bed. And you turn off the TV, you go time for bed, and you both go. Yeah. yeah. See, this is this is that weird. The, it's not weird because I've been in a relationship where I've lived with someone and this was like a big thing, like time for bed. And yeah. you go, OK, well, sometimes he'll be like, I'm really tired. You can watch whatever you want to watch. Right. And I'll be like, no. 
<laughs> I'm going to come bother uh, you. Well, it's also okay. Like, he'll say that to me. I would never say that to him. I'd be like, we're going to bed. It's time for bed. You can go on, I was like, you can go on your phone if you want, but there's no more. I don't like TV on when I'm trying to sleep. Right. He doesn't, he's like less sensitive to that. So he'll say, I can do whatever I want. I'll be like, you can go on your phone, but we're, um, the TV's going off. I, I've had the, this, this is the tough part about relationships is you're going like, we're time for bed. And you're like, you can go on your phone and you're just sitting up in the middle of the night. Like this isn't when I wanted to go to bed, you know, <laughs> Well, he can go to the living room if he really wants to. Right. But then I it, would I wouldn't like it, but right. I would get it. He was like I can't I I don't want to I want to watch the show and I'm like, "Well, I want to go to sleep." Then I would be like, "Go in the other room." What if he started snoring keeping you up? Um, that's a good question. I've never really been with a snorer, so I don't I don't have any first-hand experience with that conversation, but I feel like a, that's a very common thing where one right. person in the relationship, usually the guy is snoring. And then I don't know what they do. I feel like either the person just gets used to it. It's their own white noise machine. Yes. Or um, they do have a different, I feel like married couples who've been married for a long time. Like you hear this about people's parents where the other person just sleeps in another room because Mm. they snore and the other person is distracted by it. And I I don't think either like horrible, terrible things. No, I don't think so either. I do understand what they're saying with you. Like you lose the intimacy. Yeah. You go, well, if we go to bed at the same time, we're, together we're cuddling and we can have our moment of right that one thing leads to another-ness can happen from there yeah i could see that although i also think like you could be it could be almost like um more romantic to be in a separate room it's like then the times that you're in the room are like we know things are going down right if they're coming into your room and then, you know, no one's like holding each other all night after a certain point. Like right. you have a little snuggle or you have sex and then you like go to sleep. It's not like whatever. What do you think they do? I think one, her solution is for her to try to get used to it. Yeah. She doesn't really propose that. <laughs> right. As like, you know, I think you he can kind of get, I kind of think you can get used to almost anything if you try hard enough. So right. it doesn't sound like she's particularly tried that angle of like, okay, he's snoring and I'm just going to like. If I hear it enough times, it'll just become associated with sleep for me and I'll fall asleep. I think that her biggest issue is she is making her problem greater than his. Like that paragraph. Well, she's the only one that's really affected by it. I well, guess if he's sound asleep, just snoring away. But when he says, when she says it's more important to me to sleep than it is to you, it's like, no, it isn't. Right. That part is false. That's obviously. false. Yeah. You know, the idea that like, I love sleep more than you. You don't even appreciate sleep. Like there's a paragraph where she says, I brush my teeth. I do all that before getting into bed. And then I go and I scroll and I go put my little kepi down and I go, oh my God, I'm going to sleep the whole night. And he, on the other hand, gets into bed. He doesn't even care. He brushes his teeth. He doesn't even do any of those things. Then he just bed on the head on the pillow. And he's like, so I can understand where it's like, you look, when you put it in those contexts, you go, I, I, you, I, I can understand why she gets mad at right. him. Like the, the, this doesn't even matter yeah. to you, and you're getting a good well, night's sleep. Have you ever slept next to a snorer at all? Like I've had. Like I night. have. Sometimes it is like you're just like just shut the fuck up, right? And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yes. I understand like that frustration with it. So, but I don't, I don't know. I. What would you do if you were her and your your girlfriend or your wife just like was uh, a snoring snorer? All night? I, I don't know what I would do. I guess I would, um, 
I like the idea that he's trying. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's hard to get mad at him. I, I sleep with the radio on. So I could see that. And I. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't be able to do that. No. Not, not in my household. <laughs> like, I sleep with a, a podcast, podcast on. I listen to us. That's right. <laughs> I fall asleep to the soothing sounds of my own voice. Of our. Yeah. I listen to this show. Do you actually? No. Okay. <laughs> the Don't Date Jared episode. I'm uh, imagining you have a girlfriend. You're ready to go to sleep. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the You Up podcast. Yeah, I no, I do 30 minute snooze on a podcast and I that's how I get to bed. So like noise doesn't affect me. Some people are like, I can't fire a pin drop. I'm I'm not going to get to bed. I don't know. I think this is like separate rooms isn't the worst thing in the world. Um, If someone was like, hey, I can't sleep with that podcast on, I would try my best to find other options to get to sleep, but right. this is harder. Than- I'm surprised this hasn't come to a head already, just given that like they've been together for so long. Right. Like, why is this just becoming so hard to deal with at this point? They've been together four years, she said. Well, I guess it's because it becomes more real. This is the rest of my life. Like, right. you have nights where you go, I can't get to sleep, and you go, well, tomorrow he won't be here. Yeah. Uh, you know, it'll be better tomorrow. Cool. And now mm-hmm. it's like, tomorrow is you guys living together forever. So it's hard, you know, it's hard for. Right. I mean, it's funny, the concept of, I think you think of same bed as like, so the default, but Mm. like for hundreds of years, couples were in like separate beds, maybe separate rooms. Right. It wasn't like a sign of anything bad. I don't think like there's inherently anything wrong with it if you sleep better that way. But if she wants to sleep in the same bed together, this is like who you're with. So if you decided I'm marrying you, you have to think of, what are the solutions? What is the least annoying? What is the least annoying to me? Is it better for me to figure out how to just get used to this snoring and and keep working <laughs> in this solution? And if not, I accept. You have to think like, what if this person before you marry someone? You have to think, what if this person never changes? What if they're mm-hmm. never able to control the snoring ever mm. in their whole life? And then you think, okay, what are the solutions for that? One, I get used to it. Yes, and I'm able to overcome it, and then I become a less sensitive sleeper. Or he sleeps in this other room. And if neither of those options are things you can deal with, maybe you're not for him. Maybe this ain't it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the toughest part. It's right. like, I, it's you know. It's stupid, but it's kind of like, this is a, your decision to make. It's not your right. couple's decision to make. He does. He sounds like he's doing whatever she asks him to do. Right. He can't change this about himself. Think of any other quality that the person couldn't change about themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think there's people that have like, like murder their spouses because they're like because they're snoring because they're snoring do you think they take that little snore what's that snoring machine that goes on top of the head like the Seat people back. have yeah they just you know cover smother it because <laughs> i'm thinking of her just standing over him like every night he's like the feather i've been in i've been i've slept in the room with snorers like yeah friends have snored or other people that snored it is annoying but i feel like i always eventually get to sleep personally right i've never been up all night with a snorer listen there's some people that it's like bad the best is when you're in a room with multiple people and one of the people is snoring and the other people are just laughing at them yes i've been in that <laughs> it's like a yeah that's like a big montauk a share house thing it feels kind of good because then you're like yeah. at least i'm getting something out of this person being like really making this really irritating sound but when right. you're alone with someone in bed you're like it's just me it's just me yeah <laughs> no one to laugh with anymore right. <laughs> Yeah, that's a problem. Maybe, but it's not a problem. Yeah, maybe like, you figure out how to go to sleep first and then you're already sleeping. Well, that's... Does it wake you up? That's another question. That's a good point. 
Yeah. I, I I think like different bedtimes. Yeah, you go to sleep a little earlier. And then if you're already sleeping, I think there's a lower, there's a much higher threshold for noise if you're um, REM. already asleep. Yeah. You're not going to probably wake up. I agree. Maybe it's your issue that you're the light sleeper. <laughs> Maybe he's wearing an email about how you're such a light sleeper that everything you do, that he does annoys you. Well, she's mad at him for going to the bathroom before bed. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Let's play some games. Today's Red Flag or Deal Breaker game is brought to you by Faux Pas. Just in time for summer, there's a new canned cocktail that's made for betches by betches, and it's ready to drink so you can bring it wherever your group chat takes you next. They come in four delicious flavors with a betches twist and beautiful, vibrant packaging so they look good and taste even better. And of course, they're best served cold like a K-Tex. Let me just say, the Faux Pas fly off the shelf at the live show. They do. They're gone immediately. Immediately. Yes. People love them. Don't worry. We're getting more for the for the New York show, but you guys have to... How many should I drink at the New York show? Seven? Seven sounds good. That's a reasonable amount. That sounds like a, you know, what a reasonable adult man <laughs> would, would have casually. Off, off, off his at, trip alone. <laughs> on a night that he's working. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll, I, probably, I'll probably have seven too. We'll have seven together. Yes. 14. See, but make sure there's 14 faux pas backstage. Have them ready. Yes. And cold like a K text. Exactly. All right, I'll read the first one. Go for hey, it. Hey, J&J, my friend recently started dating a guy and they decided to hook me up with one of his mutual friends. I was game, so they gave him my number. After texting for about a week, we went on our first date. Possible red flags I should have paid attention to before the date include Crocs for different occasions. One of them was Rainbow. <gasps> Videos of his cat and smoking pot daily. Our date started out a little awkward because we couldn't order drinks. He was training for a jujitsu com- competition and needed to lose eight pounds. This was fine, but then he ordered truffle fries, onion rings, and an entire pizza for himself. (laughs) How was this going to help him lose weight? The date went okay, and we decided to go to a movie. He didn't like scary movies, but I did, so he agreed to go to The Black Phone. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? I think it was a movie. It just recently came out. It's with Ethan Hawke. Hmm. I haven't seen it. Maybe. Anyway, so they went to this movie multiple times during the movie. I I look over to see him curled up in the fetal position on his reclining chair. There was a really old couple in front of us and they didn't flinch. During an especially scary part, he screamed, fuck. Later, he let out a girlish shriek that caused onlookers to stare at us. Also, I went to the bathroom once and when I returned, he told me that he had screamed yet again. I don't know why you need to tell her that. Hey, that was a scary part. <laughs> I'm so glad you're back. 
missed a, when you were in the bathroom, you missed this really scary part, and I screamed. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he say that? And the people sitting behind us were making fun of him. The movie finished up. He walked me in my car, and he didn't go in for a kiss. Needless to say, we are no longer talking. So red flag or deal breaker, if your date screams like a little girl in a movie on the first date, the non-scaredy cat. Well, not exactly a feminist writing it. <laughs> <laughs> like a little girl. Ooh. That's little true. girl, he can't take the movie. When you put it that way. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. She's being a little little judgy. A little judgy. I can't believe that's the red flag deal breaker. She had a whole the whole list, but this was the one that she's asking about. That was, and well, how do you end up at a random movie? Yeah, how long was this date? Right? Yeah. I mean, what did you, in, in terms, well, which of these, okay, I'm going to read all the red flags that yeah. she gives. The screaming like a little girl, that's her, that's in her if, words. If I'm mine. on a date with a woman who screams during the movie, I'm like, that's cute. Okay. Into it. What if she's in the fetal I'll in the, protect you. She's in the fetal position. <laughs> cute. Okay. Into it. Videos of his cat. Uh, that's not even like, I, that's something you notice after you don't like someone. Okay. Crocs for different occasions. One of them is rainbow. Whatever. Uh, again, that's a pose. That is, that's one of those things that you could say after the fact. And he's got Crocs for different occasions. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Smoking pot daily. That's a deal breaker. Okay. That, that We've to gotten me, to our, go, first, right. our first one. That's okay. one where I go, oh, we're probably not the match. Fair. I would feel the same way. Right? Yes. Training for a jujitsu competition and you lose eight pounds, so he orders, but he orders truffle fries, onion rings, and an entire pizza for themselves. It's more that I didn't know about the eight pounds before we got there. What do you mean? So. Like he should say it. Like, hey, the drinking. before we go yeah. out, I just want to let you know I'm not drinking right now. Right. That would be upsetting fine. to me more than. That'd be fine. Right. right. Well, the excuse doesn't align with his other actions, which I could see being annoying. Sure. I, I don't know what he ate that day. You know, I don't know. <laughs> he saved us. <laughs> That's fair. Tracking his macros. <laughs> you know, I, I know you'd, you'd have to know. Yeah. I just don't think this would be like this whole situation would be my vibe. You're, you could also say like, I just wasn't attracted. Yeah. I think this is the problem with the setup. They're set up by a mutual friend. So they're like, I gotta go. Right. But she, yeah. And that's the issue with the mutual friends setting you up with someone that doesn't, isn't, isn't a thoughtful setup. Right. Clearly this isn't her, this isn't what she's buying. What made you think of jujitsu guy for me is what I would go to the friend with. Yeah. I'd be like, what was this? It's not that he screamed during the movie. It also kind of seems like he like is almost like trying to not to turn her off there a little a, bit. There was Do a you thought. Feel that? Yeah, yeah. Like that, that's why the thing. Would you, why would you have that body language of like curling up in a fetal position on a date if you like someone? <laughs> it's not an attractive way to sit during a movie. Right? Just. <laughs> it's like. I don't know, that's scary. And then you're just yeah. screaming? Yeah. <laughs> I would almost be like. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you sit. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're on a first date with a guy. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> you look over. <laughs> you, <laughs> you look over the guy I'm that just you just met. <laughs> hey, what do you think of the movie? <laughs> I think it would be a turn off to me. I get right? that. 
<laughs> hey, do you like the? Because <laughs> you're, you're watching while you were in the bathroom, right? <laughs> How far away is the bathroom? <laughs> so I'm saying that's someone who clearly has no desire to like about what my thoughts are about them, right? It, yeah, the yeah. turnoff is he's not even trying to right. impress you. Yeah, and then he didn't. They he didn't, did he say didn't. he doesn't like scary movies. <laughs> is this scary? <laughs> It's a, it's a horror movie. But What's she doing they, to why, him? Why did they see the scary part? The scary movie then? The date oh, went she okay. Said, but I did. Okay. But I did. So yeah, she, she likes scary All movies. Right. Well, you don't like him. At that point, like, right. why are you... Why are you even going to the movies? Yeah, why are you going to the yeah. movies? Yeah, I would just be like, I'm actually rather... I'm going to go home. Think of this story from his side. You know okay. how they retell did, like... The, retell the story. So I'm going out with this... I got set up by my friend... And she immediately makes fun of my Crocs. I told her I have rainbow ones. She's like against, I guess, the LGBTQ community. Um, I showed her videos of my cat. She was like, um, why do you have videos of your cat? I asked her if she wanted to smoke some weed. She was like, ew. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, I'm getting ready. I'm trying to get healthy for my jujitsu competition. It's really what makes me feel good. And she was like, why would you do that? And then I ordered some truffle fries and onion rings and entire pizza. And she started judging how I eat. Okay. I got it for myself. I asked her if she wanted anything. She just seemed mad. Then I was like, hey, it was nice to meet you. And she was like, let's go see a movie. And he was like, oh, well, what movie? And she's like, a scary one. Well, I don't like scary ones. I don't give a fuck. She looked me right in the face. And then during the movie, I'm laying there. I'm scared out of my mind. And I, and she looks over at me and during a scary part, I screamed a little and she starts laughing at me with the old couple behind us. And then she goes to the bathroom though. And then you, she comes back and you tell her that you were once again, very scared. Right. And I thought she'd be a little bit more caring. And instead she looked at the couple behind me and we all, and they all laughed at me. <laughs> That was a good scream you had. I really enjoyed that. All right. Why don't we do another one? Let's do another. J&J, this is a red flag deal breaker my friend experienced years ago that we still laugh about today. Red flag or deal breaker, the guy has a duvet cover with no actual duvet in it. Fine, I guess. But when he gets cold, he literally gets into the cover as if he's a sleeping bag. He even asked my friend to get in with him. Thanks for all you do. That's weird. I wonder how old he is. That plays a part in it. I, Okay. Here's my question. Okay. Duvet cover, no duvet in it. I thought the comforter goes in the duvet. There's the there's the duvet insert, and then there's the cover that goes over the duvet, duvet insert. Why am I confused? What do you mean like the a insert? Duvet there's like the insert, which is like sometimes the down comforter yes. or something like that. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's the duvet. That's the insert. It's like looks. It's not. It's not like something you use normally, just like on its own. You put it inside of a cover. The duvet cover. The duvet cover, and that's what you would wash the duvet cover. Yeah, and you, you don't just have a duvet cover like because it has the duvet cover has like an opening where you can put the duvet insert into it. We are on the same page. Yes. My question is that when she says duvet in it, yeah, she means the insert. I assume the like, insert, yeah. but that's the comforter, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I was confused. To me, I'm making sure that I'm not a fucking idiot. Because <laughs> you've okay. been doing this the whole time. I, I don't know. I have a comforter, and okay. then the duvet cover goes over the comforter. Yes. Okay. That's correct. I understand that the duvet cover the duvet cover 
has buttons at the end, yes. and I understand. You put the du- right, you and, you, lock and it it's in the there. hardest thing in the world to put a duvet into the duvet cover. Yes, right. Okay, we're on the same page. We're on the Pad, same page. Correct. Like him getting duvet, in, right? Correct. And and okay. him getting into it like a sleeping bag. I totally understand. Weird. How stupid and weird that is. Yes. I think the most. What do you think of this? What, what if a guy did this with you? I think it's weird that he went into the duvet mm. cover. Mm-hmm. I think if he was just using the duvet cover with no insert and just having it on him like a regular blanket, sure, I would be like, it's a little hot. Maybe especially now it's a little hot. I'd be mm. like, okay, not a big deal. A little weird, not a big deal. The fact that he's going into it like a sleeping bag to me is like an, an extra level of social incompetence. Totally agree. That's the most embarrassing part. Right. That's I'm, inside. I, it's the doing something confidently <laughs> that is the dumbest thing you could ever fucking do. Yeah. Because it's like when I mispronounced plage. <laughs> yes. Instead of plage. Plage, yes. plage is beach in French. And I'm like, plage, like I know something. Right. When confidently. You, when you say yes. something confidently. So the idea that he's like getting in the duvet confidently. Right. That would turn me off. I agree. But it's, again, it also depends on like the age. Like if he's like a 30 something year old man, I'd be like, I can't. This is too late for me. <laughs> he's holding it open. Yeah. After you. If yeah. he's like in college, like I can, yeah. I don't think I knew about like the world of duvets. Sure. And insert, like I was using a blanket probably until I was like in my 20s in an apartment somewhere. Okay. So I could understand not knowing that. But well, after a certain age, it's like, eh. If you're sleeping in the duvet cover yeah. as if it's a sleeping bag. Every, you know you're not supposed to be sleeping in a sleeping bag as an adult. Right. Yes. What's going on here? Right. Yeah. If a woman was like, this is just how I do it, that's different than, oh, this is the duvet. We sleep in the duvet. Right. Yeah. It's I like, would be like, um, you do. I do not. Exactly. Right. It'd be like eating cereal with a fork. It's just like, you're too far <laughs> gone for me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, not everyone does right. it this way. I can yeah. work with you, but not to this extent. No. I don't need someone to be like knowing all of the different rules of etiquette or Duvet whatever, stuff. whatever shit. Yeah, that is. I'm still not fully sure how to 100% do put it in the correct way. So like, fine. But I know it's supposed to go in. We, well, the best ones now have the ties at the corners. Yes. Love that. I That's do a new addition, it yeah. feels like. I I think Or maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe it, or maybe it's like kind of like once you get to a certain age, you're like taking the time to like look and right. tie it in and you care more. But sometimes I am kind of like, yeah. I don't wanna do that. I, I just wanna put it in me. and be done with it. I uh, that's like such a TikTok thing I just right. did where it's like, you know what they do now? <laughs> they have the ties. Have this new thing. Let me teach you this new yes. thing. It's like it's been around forever. Yeah, yeah. It's as if they invented it. Right, let's, let's do, do one, one more. more. Okay. Dear J&J, a faux pas or nah? Red flag or deal breaker, he shakes your hand at the end of the date. I went on a first date with a guy that shook my hand at the beginning of the date, which I thought was a little weird. Normally, I'd give them a hug or just say hi. At the end of the date, he shook my hand again and said, we'll talk. <laughs> Not sure if I was on a date or a business meeting at this point, but it was a deal breaker for me. I hope to hear what you think. Okay. Shake the hand. Red flag, not a deal breaker. Not a deal breaker. Not a deal breaker. I think I've, I feel like I've, when I've met someone, I'm not like a hugger for people I don't really know. I don't mm. like enjoy that personally. Mm. I'm, I would be like relieved if someone went in for the handshake instead of a, a hug. Would, could the date have gone well enough to have a second date 
with a handshake at the end. Probably if, not. That's the, yeah. 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 Right. I, I, we'll talk it, is like a little bit <laughs> of a like, I'd be like, well, I'll tell you if we'll talk. Right. Yeah. No, this means we will never talk. Right. This handshake. Yeah. It's not that you're a bad person. Like if someone shook my hand at the end and was like, that was a fun time. Thanks for coming. I would go. Okay. Uh, it's a sign. Good to know. Yeah. Fine. I, I wouldn't think of the like, deal breaker as a per like the, the date didn't end because of that. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think a, re- a handshake in itself, if all everything else is incredible, mm. is a deal breaker. Right. It'd be like a little bit like, oh, I'm, you know what I mean? I almost sometimes need the hugger so that I can like be less awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, someone yeah. has to come in strong. Yeah. On a date. Hey, great to meet you. Right arm Here's out. A hug. There yeah. you go. Hug right. it out. Yeah. You do a hug, I assume. I do a hug. Yeah. If you're not interested at the end of the date, you do a hug as well. Another hug. hug. Second hug. Second hug. Uh, okay. I had a great time. Great to meet you. Yeah. I would say those things. Right. That's why when someone's like, he said he had a great time. I'm like, yeah, everyone's yeah, just trying to get you out. Say. Yeah. I had a great time is, the, is basically like saying absolutely nothing. Yeah, they're trying to leave. Yeah. Everyone's like, ah, I gotta go. Hey, great time. Yeah. What yeah. else are you supposed to say? Well, this was okay. <laughs> We tried. Yeah. This was fine. Yeah. This is okay. That's yeah, what I'm saying. No fine. one would ever. I had a great time as baseline for like. Human We existence. didn't get into a fight on yeah. the date. <laughs> <laughs> we spoke. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's it for today. Red Flag Deal Breaker presented by Faux Pas Can Cocktails. They're 8% alcohol made with real vodka, real tequila, gluten-free, and contain no artificial flavors or artificial friends because we aren't into overcomplicating things. Jordana, Faux Pas is the drink of the summer. Am I right? I would say definitely the summer is coming to an end. If you haven't tried faux pas, you better get on it because it is the drink of the summer. But hey, it's also going to be around in the fall and right. winter. It's great all year round. It honestly, it's the perfect, the perfect mix of looking good, tasting good. You guys have to try it. It's a great drink. I'll say this. Throw one in a glass. Yes. And put some ice put in some there. Ice Go to have one at the pool, have one at the beach. It's just the perfect portable little. People ask about it when it's out. Yeah. People ask about it. That's, I mean, it's delicious. They always disappear is how I know that you guys will love them because anyone who tries them always has a second and they're gone before you know it. If you're at a New York show, you're going to watch me drink seven. Exactly. (laughs) 14 total. 14. Get them ready. Jordana, we solved dating again. We did it. I'm so proud of us. And we'll see you guys again on Sunday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.